Live from the Nova Home Loan Studios, it's Cofield and Company. All right, here we go. Five o'clock hour. Lots more reaction to the uh, Raiders change in policy. Everyone needs to be fully vaccinated if you're going to go to the Raiders games this year. Uh, and you get to go maskless, which I, I don't know. We'll get into that uh, in the Big Five. A little after 5.30, you want to go see Guns N' Roses coming up this weekend? We're going to give you a chance to win tickets. Again, a little after 5.30. Adam Hill is here. We're at the Nova Home Loan Studio. Angel's helping us out on site. Ari's back in our Finley Toyota Studios. Let's do it. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Five at Five. Number five. By the way, before we officially get to number five, I am going to, I do have to react to uh, what Sam was saying about Ohio State. I am not betting overs on these superpowers that have been. I'm not saying that Alabama and Ohio State aren't going to be good. But can we see the quarterback play or the quarterbacks play before we make a freaking decision that they're going unbeaten? You could, well, you don't really have that option to wait. Well, then, I, not then, then I would I would not bet or I would actually take the under if there's some value there. I just don't I don't get this freaking it's it's like Groundhog Day every year. Just the assumption that every team is going to be good every year. It's not a freaking given. It's not. But I mean, you, you look back and I, I was looking at some numbers yesterday of, you know, first of all, that Alabama has been what in the top three every year except for one of the last 12. And I believe as the number one. Uh, ranked team in the preseason, even though we say, well, it's meaningless and, and all those other things, which it is. I think they're like uh, 64 and three or something in the years that they're ranked number one before the season. So like, I, mean, I heard, I heard uh, it was Greeny was talking about Alabama and he's like, well, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, they had uh rugs at receiver. Who else was with rugs? Well, Judy. So Judy and rugs. And then they got better. They replaced them with, you know, Devontae Smith and, and uh, Jalen Waddle. So I assume this year's receivers are better. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I looked at the receivers this year, and they look solid. I don't know if they're going to be better. You just assume they get better every year. We just assume that Bryce Young is an improvement on Mac Jones and, and Tua. We just That's just a given. Brian Robinson, a running back, is better than the guys they've had. Okay. Well, they can't get better. Every lineman is definitely better than Alex Leatherwood and – you know, freaking, what was it, Landon Dickerson? And they're like, okay, I guess. And you really can't get better every year. At some point, you would have you're to. You're going to have some weak points. Right, you're, go- you're going to. Or a drop-off at quarterback could happen, especially when it seems like a lot of the, you know, high-level teams, not o- not Oklahoma, not Georgia, and that's why I've been pushing, like, hey, those teams are a little safer bets because they've got the guy. We know the guy is the guy. It's true. But, I mean, there's also the, the, the problem, if not the problem, but uh, you have the confidence if you bet the team. And, of course, there's going to be bad season at some point, but – you're like, all right, well, you know what? You're right. The number one quarterback in the country didn't work out. Guess we'll have to go to the number four quarterback in the country on our bench. <laughs> like, I mean, that that's what you're dealing with, though. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. As we found out at Michigan, and we talked about it yesterday, they've got a top five quarterback, and he ain't ready to start his freshman year. So, now that's not a failure. I mean, Kate McNamara was a, a high-level guy. All right. Uh, actual number five. NHL is going to go with Number jerseys. five. Actual uh, jerseys. Thanks, Ari. Uh, let me start again. Hit five again. Number five. NHL is going to go with ads on its jerseys. How big are these ads? They're small. 
Didn't Batman say he's been fighting like hell not to do it? How hard did he fight really at this right. point? Listen, I mean, he's at he's he's, uh, he's, ser- he's he serves the owners and go ahead and say it. they're coming off a year with no fans, and the NHL doesn't really make money anyway. Now they got their their nice TV deal that they were excited about, but it's not an NBA or uh, an NFL kind of you know rights deal. So they've got to find ways to make money. They've got to find revenue streams, and I'm not surprised that this is the time they're going to choose to do this. And I'm sure, and I've already seen a little some people just an excuse. Just it, it, it's not. Like they're still they're trying to find ways to generate money after losing out on a great deal of their revenue stream the last year and a half. I get it. I, I know I, I get the people that are I also get the people that are traditional. Like, I, I don't want anything. It's fine. Have but, you heard anyone say they will not buy new jerseys with new sweaters with advertising on it? Oh, sure. But they will. They're, it's the same people that oh, I'll never watch that sport again. Yeah, you will. If you watch it before, you'll watch it again. The, the threats are usually empty. And, yeah, I've seen people say it. I saw people in town say they're not buying jerseys anyway. I saw people – I I've seen the same people on Twitter that two weeks ago said they'll never buy another VGK jersey because they got rid of Flurry. Today say they won't buy jerseys because of the ad. I'm like, it was already done. you already said you're not buying a jersey yeah. anymore. You don't have to double down. What do you mean? <laughs> it's just what people like to say. Number four. Does this show get it or not get it? Are we supposed to come in during the NFL season when there's new quarterbacks in the league and just be like, great, 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 great. Like, everyone's going to be great. Because instead, we came in after the weekend and we were like, all right. I mean, Justin Fields looked good, but it, the preseason means nothing. And the other guys were like, eh, not, not awesome. Mac Jones, not awesome. Jack Wilson, yeah, bust. Like, I mean, so... On fields, and I knew this was going to happen with fields, people are going freaking crazy. We pulled a sample of a a bunch of different guys, and these guys worked in the NFL. If anyone is going to be reserved, these guys were around the preseason. It don't mean a whole lot, guys. Here's Booger McFarland on Justin Fields and the Bears. Somebody please humor me and tell me one reason why Justin Fields wouldn't be the starting quarterback. Like that sound you hear right now is Andy Dalton calling the U-Haul and hey, you know what? I'm not going to need to move to Chicago. Let's just keep renting right now because after the season, I'm going to be gone. Justin Fields should be the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. Based on one preseason game. Sure. Booger. You it's played enough. the game. <laughs> By the way, how insulting is it? And I like when play, you know, former players go with current players, but like just a crap on Andy Dalton like that. Like he's he was not even going to be on the team. He's not he's not he he shouldn't be the starter and get out of town. Here's a guy who played for the Bears, uh, Alex Brown, breaking it down, and he's also like, I, I after this, he's got to start. I don't think there's any doubt that he should be the starter day one. If you put him out there against the Rams, and then he understands that this is one of the best, if not the best, defense in the league. Well, hell, everything else from that point is downhill. So he's not going to face anything uh, better than that. So outside of practice, the decision-making just keeps growing. He'll keep getting more and more comfortable with the offense. Wait, a former NFL player just said when Justin Fields faces the Rams in week two of the preseason, he won't face anything better (laughs) the entire season. It's funny, you came in Monday and we're trying to break down the Raiders. You're like, it doesn't matter. No one played. And if they did, they played 10 or 15 plays. These guys played in the league. This is why you and I, and you go crazier than I do. When I hear people say, 
did you play the game? They did! And they've come up with the conclusion that Justin Fields has to start based on one preseason game. And former defensive end just said they will not face a better defense the entire year than, frankly, the Rams defense that probably won't play anyone and won't give them any looks. It's it's baffling. I'm like, I'm bouncing off but the I'm, walls here in this Steve, stuff. Steve, I'm willing to bet it's not even on one preseason game. Ugh. I'm willing to bet none of them watched the game. Well, I, I guess, you know, as one being a former Bear, maybe he did. But I'm willing to bet they just watched the highlights. Are you, are, are like, I, I am a ridiculous Uber nerd and I go back and watch all these stupid games and I still don't know why, but I do it. I can't imagine they are. So they're not even watching one preseason game. Um, I'm guessing Alex Brown did because I think that's what I said. As a former Bear, he probably did. And I I hope that. But it's just it's a perspective. Like guys, are you not looking at who else was on the field? And you you know you don't. You played. No one. No one's game planning and showing their best stuff in week one of the preseason. Again, I mean, I think that's a key. It's not like you're. It's first of all, you're not going against the other team starters. You don't have your starters. You're not going against the other team starters. And and this is key. And I think people really overlook this all the time. Other teams don't game plan. They don't throw their blitzes at you. They, if they do, it's a generic blitz. It's not specific to, to get your offense. They're not calling defensive plays against your offensive plays. They're just calling their base generic stuff to work on reps. They're not trying to stop you. That's all said. I think Justin Fields is going to be good. Sure. I'm not sure who should start at the beginning of the season, but this like guarantee off of what you saw is kind of crazy. Top three stories. Number three. Okay, if you thought those guys were over the moon, here's Max Kellerman going through multiple quarterbacks from this class and what he saw in one week of preseason play. First up, he talks Mac Jones. I think the worst guy I saw, and this wasn't this weekend because the Hall of, you know, because Mac Jones was probably the least impressive guy I saw, and I would give him between a good and a very good. I think he's ready to play in the NFL right now, and that was be number five on my list. He was very good. From what I saw, 13 and 19 for 77 yards against the twos and the threes. He's ready to start right now. Here he goes through Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. Trevor Lawrence. He was taking sacks and everything, but I also know his pedigree. You could see his size, his athletic ability, the zip on some of those throws. That one in, that one in particular, you go, oh, that might have been, that was one of the best throws of the weekend. And Trevor Lawrence, a lot of people disappointed. We just debated Zach Wilson and Justin Fields. They both looked really good. I thought Fields looked spectacular. I thought Wilson looked much better than was advertised during camp. Much better than what was advertised during camp. That's what we're basing, judging his play in one preseason game where he dinked and dunked. I, I don't get what's going on. Now, we, we came in on Monday and we're like, Trey Lance, man, this is a project. I mean, he's got, he's got some spectacular moments, but the other times he looked freaking lost. And then Trey Lance, what did he throw the ball? 80 yards? Like, Trey Lance is a freak of nature. And let's not forget the thing that wowed people, the two guys in this draft class, where people were talking about their decision-making speed was next level, was Mac Jones and Trey Lance. But the reason Trey Lance got picked is because he's Mac Jones plus all this athletic ability. This is unreal. I like all these guys. 
but they all should not be starting at the beginning of the season. They may all not be starting at the end of the season. This is a process. Max, how much crazy are you going to get here? I can't remember ever seeing after one preseason game, Stephen A., five dudes who I think are all going to ball out in the NFL. All five. This could be the greatest draft class for quarterbacks of all time. <laughs> you have been rendered speechless. I mean, okay. I, all right. Off of week one of the preseason. Listen, I know they have a job to do, and I know you got to embrace debate, and maybe you got to take you know, outlandish stances, but all five guys are awesome. We also re- already like Mahomes didn't start his first year. He wasn't ready. They waited until the end of the year, put him in. I, I, I don't, I just don't, I don't, yeah, you know, but moment. you know, in the places where they have a quarterback, it's going to be the narrative driven by media going, Hey, let's give them the low hanging fruit. They want sure. But Jimmy Garoppolo. Every G damn week is going to be skewered. <laughs> Dalton has no shot. Cam Newton has a little shot. It's it's going to be a blast fest. But it's all, like it, it, it's crazy too because it's even if they do play, you can't overreact to how they are. Yep. Uh, guys could have a great rookie year and step back. Guys could be awful. You know, it's. I, I, I think what this this sounds really simple, but it's like you have to remind people there are two sides of the coaching staffs like defensive coordinators and coaches are working all the freaking time to stymie anyone they're seeing for the first time of course it's just it's just constant battle of game planning yeah like it's not like you you are i mean i don't know if you're predicting a disaster but you're predicting a, a a good step back for justin herbert this year and i like when you throw that out there people are like what he's a lock to do the same exact thing or get better like, no 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 it's not and some of the numbers, you know, bear out last year, like was a, a the kind of year that's not sustainable. And we'll see. Maybe he maybe he changes his game. Maybe he plays a little bit differently. Maybe some things he does, you know, he did poorly last year. He does well. Wow. He did well last year. He does poorly. You don't know. But you also don't know. Again, I'll, I'll keep going back to it. Josh Allen was utter and complete trash for two years. So should they, after one year of being, you want you could argue about a second year. His first year, he was pure garbage. So should they have abandoned it after that? Because if we're going to react to one preseason game, what about a full season? You saw a full season of trash. Should they have said, "Well, he's never going to be anything"? Uh, you can't. You can't say. You certainly can't say after one preseason. You can't really say after a full season. It's crazy. Number two. A good letter to the editor in the RJ. Uh, someone wrote in about the UNLV football schedule, which is very Thursday and Friday centric. <laughs> yeah. Someone wrote in and said, I'm a season ticket holder, a parent of a middle schooler. This is not good. That two more of the Saturday games were moved to weekdays. Person says, 2021 home schedule now only has three Saturday games. San Jose State games on a Thursday at 8 o'clock, a school night. Fridays are for high school football. I paid for six home games and expected most, if not all, to be played on Saturdays when I can take my child. Now that is not going to happen. I wonder if the UNLV athletic director had any say in these decisions. Oh, wait, the AD bailed for greener pastures in Mizzou. I think there's a debate to be had here about Thursday and Friday football. 
but I do think the bottom is very interesting based on what you were suggesting the other day. Who should this person be mad at? Well, that, the, that the Rebels have been pushed off of Saturdays. I would say whoever negotiated the stadium deal. Um, I mean, and then how about the actual execution? Who has the hammer and could be pushing UNLV off the Saturdays, especially Saturday nights? Well, the Raiders do, but it, it was, I mean, that was part of the deal. UNLV agreed to a deal where they weren't allowed to play within 24 hours of the Raiders playing at home. I'd, I'd also point a finger of blame at politicians. Sure. Like you could have been involved. Yeah. A little more. Stood up for Should UNLV. Have. It, 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 it shouldn't have been, they shouldn't have been paying rent. They should have been getting a better cut. They should have got a better deal. They should have been able to play on Saturdays. They should have got all those things in the deal. And by the way, like I still have people coming to me. Like you and Steve were so opposed to the stadium. We were opposed to the deal that was done. It was an egregiously bad deal. Yeah. And these are the things we were talking about. Okay, you're getting the money, fine. UNLV is getting a much better deal out of this then. If you're getting that much money, UNLV needs to get a better, better cut. Including, I don't know, being able to actually play games on Saturdays. <laughs> and they didn't. And listen, part of it is TV too. You want to be on TV, and if you want to be on TV, you have to play when TV tells you to. That's fine. But a lot of it is that you can't have the stadium. Really not optimal, though. There is a, there is a Saturday to Thursday spot. I think that's the San Jose game, and San Jose Oof. is the top three team in the conference. Oof. You want to play on basically three and a half days rest no. against no. San Jose? No. So it, it's a debate to be had about the, the benefits of being on TV versus you know having your kids ready and healthy and at their best to play the games. And it's a it's an eternal debate for smaller schools too. You know what would really help? Not being in a smaller conference. Number one. So the Raiders decide yesterday it's fully vaxxed or you can't come to the games. You can get a shot. Then you gotta sit there with a mask on. But if you're unvaccinated and you don't plan on getting vaccinated, you're not welcome. You can't come into the games. Uh, I had a lot of people say, hey, they just pissed off half of their fan base. Here's Mark Davis explaining his decision. Um, as you all heard last night, uh, we decided to go with a uh, plan B protocol that uh, Governor Sisolak put out there, which is vaccinated people only into the stadium for Raider games this season. What that does is uh, makes it that we know that we will have full capacity and no masks for the uh, entire season. Um, I said last night it was an easy decision over the two choices. And why I said that is we've had four events here that were mask only, that you had to wear a mask, mask mandated, and it's just impossible to police and it's impossible to have, uh, to just make it happen. There's just so many reasons. As people forget to put it back on after drinking uh, something or eating something or all those other things. So it's not just people not wanting to do it, but sometimes forgetting to do it. We'll continue on this. We'll open the phones. 364-1100-364-1100. Do you believe that the Raiders have pissed off half their fan base? What's going to happen to the fans who bought PSLs and season tickets? I mean, there are uh, some remedies. Is this bad for business? Is it bad for Vegas? Or is this what you wanted? 364-1100. Raiders join New Orleans as one of only two teams in the NFL saying, you're not welcome at our stadium unless you're fully vaccinated. And the Raiders went even beyond where the Saints were. It's the Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battle Born Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battle Born Injury Lawyers, 
I think it's going to be very difficult for him. Listen, Tim's such a good dude, but I don't think he can just come pick up another position. Yeah, I think he'll just be disrespectful to Jock saying, oh, I haven't played football, but I can come and be a pro at it. I just think that's impossible. Chopping it up on a Tuesday. It's Cofield and Company at the Nova Home Loan Studios. Charles Barkley with a prediction a few weeks back on Tim Tebow, and it did look disrespectful because he looked terrible on the field uh, trying to do some of the duties of a tight end. Couldn't execute blocks. Tim Tebow was cut today. Uh, Adam was rooting for it. I wasn't rooting for it. I, you know, I think Tebow is a good story, but he's he's just not learning enough at the position. And the other thing that was pointed out is every other tight end on the roster played special teams. He can't play special teams either. So, I mean, if you're going to survive on a roster towards the bottom of the roster or the practice squad, you got to be able to play special teams. So, didn't work out. Tim Tebow is gone. I don't think he's going to get another chance unless he says, hey, I want to play quarterback. But now he weighs 280 pounds, so I don't know how he can play quarterback. 280 is probably, probably blowing it up. 364-1100, 364-1100 is the number. So, what do you think of the Raiders and their move to say, hey, you got to be fully vaccinated to get in? There are a lot of people who are completely pissed off. Uh, we've got Twitter attorneys who are saying there's going to be lawsuits over this. Uh, you know, a big case can be made for, hey, I bought a PSL. I got season tickets. Like, what do I do now? I don't want to get the vaccine. You're forcing me to get the vaccine. You know, where's the relief for us? How do we get into the game? Well, the unvaccinated can't get into the game. And Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, talked about uh, what happens in terms of refunds and folks who do not want to get vaccinated. If people are concerned about taking the, uh, the shot or whatever, that we will refund their money for the season for the nine games. Um, we'll give them a full refund. Or they can roll their... Uh, ticket money over till next season. If in fact they roll it over till next season, they'll get the full 10 game season for the nine games that they're returning. Um, if in fact they get a refund, they will then just pay next year the uh, full price for their season tickets, which will be the same price as this year's. Interesting. Have you heard anything about speculation on how many people will turn in their season tickets? No, but there is a couple of qualifiers on that. Um, first, you you get seven days to decide. Really? Yeah. You have seven days. Well, they have to they have to wow. they have to resell the tickets and they have to yeah. decide what to do with them. So, I think that's I thought that was I thought it'd be three. It's seven. Wow. Uh, so you get to decide. Um, and if you already sold the ticket, you're out. Oh, if you already sold one of your games. Yep. Uh, ticket reseller. Yeah, you don't you're have the ticket anymore. You don't have the ticket. Wow. Well, that might be like, I wonder, they got to have numbers on that. Well, at that point, then if you're, if you, I mean, it's probably better for you. I, I think I'd rather sell all my tickets. You just than, sell them? Yeah. You're going to make more money that way than giving them back. Really? You think so? I think so. You don't think there's going to be a depressed market for these tickets? Even if there's a depressed market, it's still going to be more than face value. You think so? Oh, yeah. For sure? Yeah, I'm positive of that. I mean, there, there are a lot of people who think this is a complete disaster and that they're not going to sell out games. Well, I've seen that. I and I saw people last night like, "I'll bet you they don't sell out." And I was like, "I'll, I'll take the bet. It's already sold out. I, I don't know what you want me to do. It's already sold out." It, right, technically, not, it is already sold yeah, out. Now there may not be. Will there be full houses? I think there will be, so do unless I. they're awful at the end of the season, and then maybe there could be a little drop off. But I think there's going to be. Yeah, it's funny because we've been through the situation a lot. We, we we you know we we were through it with the NFL and the woke stuff, right? And what happens is people get really mad and they feel like if they threaten something and they're out, that's that sport or that product is in trouble. 
what about people who actually like what they did and replace you? Right. Like there's no one else in the world right. who could actually be a consumer who's actually in approval or not bothered by what they did that bothers you so much. I got a lot of tweets. Like I, all I did last night was put the news out there that this is going to happen. And I had a lot of people that were like, nobody's going to go. Everybody's done. Everybody hates this. But I probably got about the same amount of people that were like, awesome. Now I might be able to afford to go now. I'm excited. This is great. Uh, so I, I, I think that's that's the point is that get outraged all you want, but don't be like, nobody's going to go. It's like the same people. Nobody watches football anymore. They just did their biggest media deal of all time because everybody does watch it. Nobody watches the NBA anymore. Okay, you're wrong, but you continue to say that. You're, you're just wrong. You say you don't. You probably still do if you ever did. Um, but that that's, that's, that's the thing here is that just because you get mad or you think something's going to happen doesn't mean everybody's going to agree with you and go in the same way. Uh, Laura wants in, 364-1100, 364-1100. Laura? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I think in many ways it's irresponsible to have a required vaccine, but then also no masks. Because if you read the paperwork when you got the vaccination, it says clearly this does not prevent you from getting COVID or prevent you from spreading it. If you do contract it, it just prevents the case from being as severe. So you're going to have all these people who have this false security that they can't get it, they can't spread it, and now they're not masked. It could be a big problem, and it could backfire on the Raiders. I agree with you. I mentioned that a couple hours ago. I think that's one of my biggest problems with this thing. Aside from not giving the unvaccinated any option, uh, um, an entire maskless crowd I don't think is a great thing. Absolutely. And it's, I mean. Hi, Laura. Thank you. And I, and I, I don't think people have processed it yet to even get to that point. Yeah. It's just the outrage of, you know, I can't get in. Yeah, that, we've I mean, got two different societies here when it comes to going to watch a football game. I think that's the best argument. Is that it doesn't go far enough? I, I, I think that's the best argument. But again, like there is an argue the the. Don't you think they have? But here's the thing. Don't you think they have to dangle the carrot? Like, yeah, of course. Listen, if you get vaccinated then you'll be able to go to the games and watch and it'll be a pleasant process. Yeah. I also think they could change that, you know, two weeks in. Yeah, for sure. If there's some kind of massive spread amongst vaccinated people. Yeah, that's, I think. And I know people keep saying the target moves. Yeah, that's what happens with the virus. Well, the, the target. They got to keep but, making changes. And how many times have we had to say it? Like you, you, not you, Steve, you who say those things of the targets moving are the ones that are responsible for it. Like the target moved because we had to do everything we could till we got the vaccine. And we got that vaccine and we're like, oh, good. Everybody's going to get this. We're going to be cool. And then the problem was you didn't get it. So the target moved because you didn't get it. You moved the target, not the scientists, not the doctors. You did. So that that's the issue here. So I, I, I think you're right that the biggest issue maybe is that it doesn't go far enough, that maybe you should still have masks on inside. But you're right. Like you want to incentivize people to be like, okay. If you do get the vaccine and you do make it so that you're less likely to spread it around, you're less likely to be severely ill if you get it, then at least like you can have some sense of normalcy, which is what people wanted from the beginning is what we should be trying to get toward. And you can get a little bit closer if everybody is there, but it's still going to re- – but that's – what they're doing in the stadium is what we could be doing in society if everyone was vaccinated. Greg is with Cofield and Company. What do you think, Greg? Hey, guys. Yeah, I was just thinking, I mean, this is the way the country is moving forward anyways. I'm actually kind of excited to see the Raiders get behind this and 
start a push for this. I think it'll uh, open up different avenues for them in the future, and they're going to use them as an example for once. Awesome. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, there, there are a lot of people. Thanks, Greg. There are a lot of people who are patting the Raiders on the back. Like, yeah. shocked by it. Shocked that they, you know, in their mind, they made the right move. Yeah, I I saw, and I I mean, I kind of thought it might be going this way. I was hoping that it was going to go this it's, way. It, it's it's funny. Of all the cities, too, right? I know. Crazy New Orleans and out of control Las Vegas. <laughs> and they're the ones, you know, first masking up and then, and but I will say, in the case of, of New Orleans, they still are offering the opportunity for the unvaxxed to go to the games. I'll, I'll build on that point. More calls, 364-1100. Get that mortgage tuned up right now. 877-700-NOVA is the number to call at Nova Home Loans. Cofield and Company. and Company. Vaccinated people only into the stadium for Raider games this season. What that does is uh, makes it that we know that we will have full capacity and no masks for the uh, entire season. Well, controversial move by Raiders owner Mark Davis. Shocked a lot of people around the country. Blew away people locally. But, uh, you know, Adam talked about it last week. The Seattle game was a test run. If they saw a lot of people not wearing masks, then there might be changes. And yesterday, Governor Sisolak opened the door. You got venues 4,000 or bigger. You can go all mask or you can go fully vaccinated. So the Raiders are going fully vaccinated. There is no option for the unvaccinated to get in. Um, I would love to see... The Raiders go with what the Saints are going with, and you know you have to be fully vaccinated, or you have to have a test. You know, within forty-eight or seventy-two hours, negative test. Um, and then I would love to see that policed with the threat that hey, if you get in and you're not vaccinated, we're going to give you one warning, and then we're just going to sit there and shoot video of you. And if we catch you, then your season tickets are gone forever, and there is no refund, and we're stripping you of the PSL. Now legally, I don't know if they could do that, yeah. but but it would it would give the opportunity for the unvaccinated to get in. But like we're serious, if you don't follow the rules, then you will be out for good. Yeah, I don't want. So at least there's an opportunity. I don't want them in there. Let's keep them out. It, and it's also yeah, I, there's there, there's a whole group of you guys. And believe me, I'm seeing the feedback basically like f them. No, as I said, I don't think you should have to get it, but don't go into society. Don't go around people. That's that's what people are saying. That's the most selfish thing I've ever heard. I don't want to get vaccinated, which is fine. You are, I have zero problem with that. I have a problem if you're saying I'm not getting vaccinated and I'm going to go live my life how I want to and be around you. Like I was I, I think I told this I was I was at a restaurant with some friends last week or a couple weeks ago now and some guy was like not only openly bragging about not being vaccinated, but like leaning over and like, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Sit at another table, first of all, and really you shouldn't be here at all, but now you're going to lean on people and like beat me. What are you doing? Don't, nobody wants anybody to get forced vaccination. That's gross. That should not happen. But if you make that decision for yourself, totally, totally fine. Do not go around me. Don't go around you. Don't go around other people. Stay home. Live your enjoy your freedom at home. Three six four eleven hundred. Bo is up on Cofield and Company. Bo, hey Stephen Adams. Steve, what's up, brother? It's Bo from. Uh, well, you know where you're, where I'm from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> decided to, to get a call in. I'm, I'm a season ticket holder. Um, I'm very pro-choice uh, with abortion with this with this 
vaccine, you know, you kind of do with, with your body what you like. I'm not, I'm not completely upset about this decision. Um, the only thing that I am a little upset about is, and, and I'm currently not vaccinated. It looks like I just got to make a decision, and, and it is what it is. I'm a healthy 32-year-old man. It's, it's you know, it, it just is what it is. But my father has stage 4 cancer. Um, we've been Raider fans our whole lives. And he is unable to get the vaccine. Um, he's medically not allowed to get the vaccine. I, I have talked with the Raiders and stuff, and they're trying to figure out what they can do or if they can do anything to make a medical exception. But this is just a little frustrating for myself and uh, for my family because, you know, we don't necessarily, you know, we're hoping that he's pushing through and we're going to be fine. But this may be a final season for him to be able to get to see a game and they don't even know if they'll accept him in the stadium. Well, I mean, so we're trying it's to also tough. It. The team hasn't, hey, Bo, the team hasn't said definitively any either way. Um, it is just yeah. a little frustrating from that aspect. Uh, I But I also wonder... If they're going maskless with vaccinated people, do you feel safe bringing your father to the game? Well, now I just don't even know what I'm going to do. We had some things worked out because of the connections that I am very lucky to have with some sweet stuff um, and getting him, you know, kind of isolated, um, yeah. even with the mask. And, and if you were vaccinated or if you were, you know, obviously showing a, a negative test. Um, now I don't I don't know what we're going to do. If anything, I may probably I'll either either pass till next year, but. That really, we don't know if that does him any good or anybody any good. Right. Um, I may sell him back. I, I honestly don't know. I just wanted to kind of maybe throw just a different perspective in there from because we did have some av- avenues to keep him, you know, fairly isolated and, and away from uh, the public, um, and that's kind of been taken away from us as well. So, um, you know, we'll just figure it out. But I mean, they're my team. Always going to support them. It's just uh, I thought, you know, vaccine or negative COVID test would have been a great solution. However, you know, they went a different way, so we'll just have to figure it out. All right, Poe. We appreciate the call. Thanks, man. All right, brother. Take care, guys. Yeah, and I, I think they should be able to work that out on the app, on the clear app. Um, I will say that it's definitely a work in progress, what they're doing. But, yeah, I, I think anybody that their doctors say they can't get it, legitimate doctors for legitimate reasons, not you have a doctor on the Internet who's like, my guy can't get that stupid. But, yeah, <laughs> legitimately can't get it. There are those cases out there for sure. And that should be that should be part of the app, too where you say, okay, well, this person just legitimately can't get it. And so, you know, there should only probably be, you know, less than a hundred cases probably of that, of the, of the people in the stadium, which is fine. Uh, and that's also what is beneficial of having everybody else there vaccinated. Like that would be nice for those people to be able to, to go and enjoy the game. We're effing back. It's guns and roses. That's the name of the show. They're in Vegas. Caller 11 right now, 364-1100, 364-1100 at the Owl this Friday. Guns N' Roses, also the debut of Mammoth featuring uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. Caller 11, 364-1100. You can go get tickets on your own at Ticketmaster.com. I see tickets upstairs. I see tickets downstairs. Pretty affordable. Go see the uh, legendary Guns N' Roses. It's coming up this Friday. Get up to Ticketmaster.com if you don't win the tickets right now on the phones. Ari is giving out the tickets. Got to talk to him. Caller 11 364 The show never ends. Watch the Cofield and Company late night pod tonight at 9 o'clock on YouTube or at Steve Cofield on Twitter. Cofield and Company presents. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Grab bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. But I wonder early in the college football season if we should be fading Reno 
So September 4th, they open against a pretty solid Cal team. I believe it's a true road spot. Reno should be a sleeper nationally because people just don't pay attention to the Mountain West Conference because, my God, their offensive talent is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. But their practice during the preseason has been completely disjointed. The air quality in northern Nevada because of the fires in northern California, it, it's been horrific. I think they just – didn't they just move over to Stanford to practice indoors? For a couple of days, yeah, Jay Norvell said his team will practice three times in old discrimination at Stanford before returning to campus this weekend. Um, and he said, yeah, we've in you know, when the air quality index is over 150, uh, we have to take 12 players off the field because they have asthma. When it's 200, we can't do anything outside. So we've only had about half of our practices outside. Yeah, and I'm seeing just some some photos and some videos, and it's uh, it's horrifying. It looks like, it looks like a, the start of a horror movie up there. So – um, not too surprising. And actually, the one I just I was just showing you a picture. Uh, that's from Gardnerville, which is a little bit outside of Reno, a little north. But uh, still, you get the the sense. Sorry, I think it's south. Um, you get the sense of what it's like up there in general. And, uh, man, that's brutal. And as you said, it's not just that they couldn't practice. They had to move. They had to switch in the middle of camp, move to somewhere else, and uh, try to practice somewhere else. And uh, I think kids are adaptable for the most part, but it's not ideal. Stick your hand in there, Dave. A lot more to get to in terms of reaction to the Raiders making the bold move of going fully vaccinated inside the owl. Uh, John Gruden, I know you saw him today. He said, uh, I support the decisions that are being made. Every state, every team is probably going to have a different view on this. I support the decision that was made. Uh, he put a positive spin on it. He said, I'll be anxious to see as many Raider fans as possible with no mask. That's what I'm excited about. They can make more noise that way. Do you think there'll be a good number of Raiders fans who now hate John Gruden? Like they take the 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 Vax stuff so seriously, they're like, I'm done with this guy. He's not with us. Maybe, but I think they also might look and say, he's just trying to say the right thing. I think he sent He's he's just a he's a pawn for the man. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the the excuse you make when somebody says something that you you love the person, but you disagree with what they say. You say they're saying it for some other reason. Uh, happy birthday, John Gruden, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. 58. Who, who, uh, someone tweeted the other, I think it might've been Dave Hall at Fox five, uh, was saying that Gruden looked like real Jack this year. Did Deuce put some weight on his dad? Like some good, positive upper body weight. Cross I mean, the arms. I shoulders. Think, I think if you just have meals with that guy, you're probably getting jacked. It's like by osmosis. So you didn't answer the question earlier. Give me an estimate on how many, Season tickets are turned in. I'm going to say, I think, way less than 5,000. I said 5%, and I was hanging out with a uh, another radio person. They were like, no way. It's going to be much more than that. He's like, the country's split on this. I was like, what do you think? It's going to be yeah. half? What do you Really? Just because you, you keep them doesn't mean you have to go. Yeah. I mean, and plus, you might have already sold your ticket. If you already sold a ticket, at least one ticket, you're done. Uh, so I think it's going to be, yeah, what that'd be like 30, like 3000 ish. That's probably so, right. so you could see like 50% of the tickets, uh, 50% of the ticket holders, like being unable to turn in their tickets. Cause they already sold at least one game. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so that, I, that'll suppress the number then. Yeah, I would think so. And obviously, it doesn't count depress doesn't, doesn't count the preseason game. I, I'm far more interested in how many people buy a ticket, show up, try to go into the game, and they're not vaccinated. Stick your hand in they there. They try Dave. to hide it or or fake. I think both, but I'm I'm really interested. Just if somebody's like, "Ah, they're not going to enforce that," and they just show up and they're like, "Here's my ticket." Well, where's where's your where's your vaccination app? I don't know. I don't have that. Okay, yeah. see ya. Well, you know, media people who tried to get out there, right, to the practice facility, and then yeah. were told, "Yeah, the rules are the rules, man. You can't yeah. come out here." Yeah, for sure. Hey, what's the deal with the media now? Are the unvaccinated not allowed to cover games and practice? I thought that's how it was, anyways. I don't think that changes. Um, the we asked today; they don't know yet. A lot of this, by the way, a lot of it was announced yesterday, and they don't know the answers right, to a lot right, of these right. questions yet. Uh, so, yeah, they don't know yet. Uh, I said it would be very weird if there's vaccinations required in the press box and there's masks and there's not masks in the stadium. That would be kind of weird, especially because we already sit more than six feet away uh, distance in the press box. Uh, so we'll see. I, I would imagine there's no more masks uh, for all the vaccinated because everybody in the press box is vaccinated. Uh, we'll find out uh, soon, I suppose. Um, I should also say there was there was uh, protesters trying to force their way into the press conference today. Which was bizarre. Really? How many people? Uh, five of them. Um, all Karen. I think they're, all their names were Karen. You could just you could pretty much guess. Uh, they were insane with some of the stuff they were saying. And I will say that one media person went over to them and said, "Keep fighting the fight. You guys are right. I agree with you." Oh, really? Yes. Were were they? Was that media person doing, like doing it like I would do it, or no. they, you think they really meant it? No, oh, really? They meant it. I kind of like it. Yeah, keep fighting the fight. <laughs> It was pretty funny. I'm sure I'm going to get a rhymes with from Brady at some point. Yeah. <laughs> now, social media was a little crazy the last day or so, and it's going to continue. Oh, yeah. Back in there one more time. Stick your hand in there, Dave. New York City's you know, going pretty aggressive with their own vaccination pass. UFC has an event coming up, doesn't it? Is Dana White going to pull it? We'll find out. That's a good question. UFC 268, right? Because T-Mobile hasn't decided anything yet. I want to see what he does in September. By the way, I, I downloaded my pass. I've got it during You're the in. show. It's, it's that easy. 577-2600 is a number. Get that mortgage tune-up at Nova Home Loans. We'll see you.